We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I always love this bump back. Hour number two underway on a burgundy and gold game day in the nation's capital and beyond as we take you up till four o'clock. Commanders Bears tonight, Thursday night football, Prime TV. Uh, I guess it's locally televised. I think they have to do that. I, whatever. I'll be at the game. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have full reaction tomorrow. But right now, we get the reaction of somebody who spent a very long time on the beat and did it tremendously well. And now, he is the new host from 10 a.m. to noon on 910 The Fan in Richmond, Odyssey, Richmond. It's my guy, Michael Phillips. And you can follow him in case you're not already doing so, and you all obviously should be doing so, at Michael P. in RVA. What up, Mr. Phillips? How are you? Game day, man. I love it. You know, it gives the show a little extra juice, and we're building to something. We're uh, In my show, it still felt so far away, but now... You know, it, it, it's real. It's getting there. We're closer. Absolutely. But I, I will tell you this, uh, you know, and we got word right before the show that uh, Matt Paris is working his last game tonight with the commander's beat. He's been on it for the Washington Times for a long time. He's going down to cover another average defensive coach, uh, defensive head coach uh, <laughs> in Dennis Allen and the Saints. Um, you know, it, like game day is not the same without you, pal. I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I got so used to seeing you there uh, all the time. I miss the the uh, how do I say this nicely but also get a dig in at the same time I miss the swarmy funny um uh smart assy and wonderful wonderful technology led efforts <laughs> out of one Michael Phillips uh you you are too kind you're too kind Chris it's uh you know I'll miss being there with you boys I'll be watching tonight uh, on TV, I, I was this close to coming up. I was, mm-hmm. I was talking myself into it, and it's a long night back. And, it is uh, a I'm, long. I'm getting old, man. I'm not the young guy I used to be. It's a long, brother. Long l- night. Let me let me tell you something from somebody who has been stuck on 95 well after midnight. Uh, 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 you know, no matter what night of the week, many, many, many times, I do not blame you. You are much better off watching this on the tube. I've I've always received helpful advice from people who are like, oh, you know, 95, that must be terrible. Yeah, you know, it's bad. They say, you should just, you know, you should wait until midnight and drive home then. Then it'll be fast. And <laughs> yeah, just, right. No, that's when they do the construction. Exactly. That's when they really screw you uh, and shut down all of the highway and you have to take Route 1 uh, through Stafford and Fredericksburg and it takes you an extra hour. Anyway, uh, Michael Phillips with us. Again, catch him 10 to noon. Uh, right before AWOD on 910 The Fan, the Odyssey app uh, in Richmond, and of course, long time uh, on the beat here uh, for the Washington Commanders and by any other name. All right, so let's get to this, Michael. I was just talking about this last year when these two teams met up on Thursday Night Football. The Bears and Justin Fields racked up 391 yards. 
They threw an interception off of a batted pass inside the 10. They turned it over on downs inside the 10. Uh, and then they had a punt fumbled, a punt return fumbled, which immediately led to a commander's touchdown, which ultimately won them the game. Can the commanders win with a, let's just call it defensive performance like that, where they give up a ton of yards and yet maybe get a little bit fortunate, maybe create their own breaks and create some turnovers, whether it be on downs or actual takeaways, can they win a game like that and stop the bleeding in your eyes? Boy, the takeaways are just such a huge part of that equation. And look, that's why they brought Emmanuel Forbes in, right? They needed to create more takeaways. And we saw the impact when he was able to do that, leading them to a victory in Denver. We saw the impact when he wasn't able to do that last week in Philly, giving up big plays. Um, Part of this defense is, you know, Look, it's fine. It's fine to have a good defense. It's fine to allow a bunch of yards, bend but don't break, hold them to field goals. But the point of a really talented defense, there's six first-round picks on this defense starting tonight. The point of having a defense that good is that they can change the game. They can make a play. They they can turn things around the other way. They they can get the ball to the offense on a short field. Um, That's what they need to be doing. That's the next step. I if you get to the end of the season and, and your, your final verdict on the commander's defense was, yeah, they were fine. They, you know, they held teams to field goals a lot. That ain't it. Not, not with the investment they've put in. They've got to make plays and be proactive, and especially against this offense. But you will take the whole bend but don't break philosophy if bend but don't break means, I don't know, 13 points tonight or, or something like sure. that, right? I, I mean, you'll take that and just sure. – Try and cover your eyes and maybe go. Oh, I hope the D. I hope the offense at least got to twenty or something like that. Like you'll take that as opposed to the hemorrhaging on big plays that happened on Sunday. And even if you look back to the Bills game, right, that game was sixteen nothing going into the fourth quarter. It's not like the defense was humiliated the first three quarters of that game. It just got out of control because of turnovers yeah. and sacks in the fourth quarter. You, you nailed it. I don't hold the Bills game against the defense at all. That was an offensively driven bad game. Awad and I were actually arguing about this on my show earlier because um, I declared Monday a moral victory Monday. I felt mm. really good coming off of the Eagles game. Loved the Sam Howell stride. Loved what Eric Bieniemy brought to the table. He was mad about that. He said, no, no moral win. So he says, if they win tonight 12-7, to 7, is that a moral loss? Or, you know, are you going to be all <laughs> lathered up tomorrow? I, I, said, I don't think this team is good right. enough to have moral loss right. yet. I, I aspire to the day when I get mad about a loss on the radio, that'll mean we've made it. That'll yes. mean that, you know, they, they do that in Boston. They do that, you know, in Pittsburgh, the, the places where, uh, you know, bad examples this year. But, you know, in San Francisco, they get mad when, when you know, you don't look great in victory. Hey, I, you, you give me 12 to 7 right now and stick your hand out. I'm going to give it the Josh Harris handshake. I'm going to take that. I'm going to go run into the bank. We need to be talking about a W tomorrow. That's what's important. All right, so so that's interesting because I did just the opposite in hour number one before you joined me. I said, look, this isn't a, like a, a question of a must-win game. Of course it's a must-win game. You have to win this game. But I said, you know, I, I kind of – and maybe this is Sports Talk Radio Bluster. I kind of need something to feel good about going into a 10-day work week uh, and, and preparation for the Atlanta Falcons. I need, like – I don't know, 24 to 10, somewhere in that range. I I need to feel good about both units and actually all three units because I don't feel very good about the special teams either. Is that too much to ask? Is that just – is that 
just typical sports radio, uh, bl- you know, blasphemy, or is that something real? Because if you're Josh Harrison, you're like, wait a second, we beat the Cardinals by four. We struggled in that game. We barely beat the Broncos, even though I know the late, you know, touchdown on the Hail Mary. We got to do more than win these games against quote unquote less uh, intimidating opponents by three or four points. I hear what you're saying, and I don't disagree with any of it. You're just a fountain of reasonableness, Rooster. You know that. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. Yes. Here's what I'll... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You've been saying that for years? Nobody says that about me. <laughs> but I, I appreciate it. I've never said that before. Uh, the, the, the counterpoint I would offer is Thursday night football is wacky. Thursday That's night true. football is weird. They they both sides of the ball played more than seventy snaps. You're right on Sunday. You're right. There were a ton of snaps. Uh, they they did not sub guys in and out. Uh, we've talked about how Quan Martin didn't play any snaps. Obviously, that's come up a lot this week. Chase Young played eighty percent of the game. A lot of these guys played the full game. They, I mean, I'm worried about the physical toll that's going to take on the short week coming off a big game against Philly. Um, I, I'm, I'm adjusting expectations accordingly. I will say this. If you can get out of there with a win and get the long week, it does get me revved up for Atlanta. Okay. Um, you know, the, the chance to go down there and make, make a road statement, uh, which, you know, I, I think those count really big in the NFL. I, I love that Denver win, mm-hmm. show, you know, showing the ability to bounce back on the road. That counted a lot for me. Uh, sets you up to make a nice statement. There. Look, the number one thing, I mean, if, they, if they blow them out of the water tonight, I feel good. I feel good for 10 days. But if they get a win, I think it sets you up for future success. Check out Michael Phillips 10 to noon and on the Odyssey at 910 The Fan in Richmond at Michael P in RVA on X slash Twitter. Uh, He's great. He's got lots of great content there. And, of course, uh, you know, he's just an all-around swell guy. Um, So let, let me ask you this. If you were Josh Harris and they lose tonight, would you do anything? Here's here's my fear with, with doing something this early. Now, I think Ron has the autonomy to change defensive coordinators if he wants to, if he deems that necessary. I don't think he will. I don't think he's that kind of guy. I think with Josh Harris, the problem with making a big move this early in the tenure is I don't think they're, they're where they want to be in terms of getting situated at the GM position, in the front office positions, in those places. I think those are the first dominoes, and whatever happens this season is whatever happens this season. And, and, you know, you hope it's good. You hope Ron leads the boys to the playoffs. You have a lot to talk about. Um, I think his number one priority the day the season ends will be how do I get the best, most forward-thinking general manager and personnel guy I can find out there mm-hmm. and give him the keys to this car and let him start driving around for a little while. And I don't think doing anything reactively necessarily enhances your ability to do that. So far, the commander's offense has been really good in two games, uh, really bad in one and kind of eh, meh in another, right? So two, one and one, if you want to break it down like that. Who is more responsible for whatever the offense is in your eyes, Eric Bieniemy or Sam Howell? Well, I I love the pairing, and I th- I think they're learning together in a lot of ways. I I look back at that Bills game, and you know if you ask me who's at fault there, the answer was both of them. Sam Howell didn't run the offense well, didn't make the plays he needed to make, didn't make the adjustments he needed to make. Eric Bieniemy didn't call the plays he needed to call. He didn't have a good diversified game plan ready to go in there. Uh, 
So, you know, I, I, I reserve the right to change my answer week by week. The answer, who's at fault for the Buffalo game? Both of them. The answer, who gets the credit for the Philly bounce back? Both of them. Uh, the enemy called a great game. Set, Sam Howell did a great job getting the ball out quickly, making good decision, making a just absolutely great throw to Jahan Dotson mm-hmm. to send that game to overtime. Uh, so joint, joint blame, joint credit so far. Those roads might diverge at some point. Robert Frost might drop by. Two roads might diverge in the woods on a snowy, snowy night. They haven't yet, though. I think that's fair. No doubt about it. Uh, if I told you the 33rd team, which I, I have a lot of respect for. I, don't, I, I, forget mm-hmm. who, I, I forget who did this ranking. I who, saw that. Yeah, uh, they had Sam Howell as the 30th best, or I guess the third worst starting quarterback in the NFL going into week four. Uh, where are we? Week five here. Is that blasphemy? Is that preposterous to put him behind Bryce Young of the Carolina Panthers? Kenny Pickett, who's been struggling. Desmond Ritter, who's been way up and down. We'll maybe see him next week. Is that absurd or is that somewhat fair given all of the sacks and a bunch of the turnovers in some of these games? You know, Daniel Jones is above him on the chart. And, and I think you can make a case. You'd rather have Daniel Jones than Sam Howell right now. I'm not I'm not prepared to agree with that take, but you could make that take, and I wouldn't say, like, you're a ridiculous human being. Mm-hmm. I think you could make the take you'd rather have Bryce Young right now than Sam Howell. And I would say, look, you know, that you're wrong, uh, but that, that, like, I don't disagree with your ability to have that take. If you want to, that's fine. If you tell me right now, Chris Russell, that Desmond Ritter mm. is better than Sam Howell, mm. there's the door. Just march on right through it. Of course he's not. He's He is in year two of struggling. He has shown none of the highlight real promise that Sam Howell has shown. I will, take, I will ride with Sam Howell seven days of the week and twice on Prime Video Thursday nights. I, that's ridiculous <laughs> to me. I love it. I love it. I love that. See, because i that's one of my things. I'm like, you know, any day of the week, 10,000 times on – but you are creative enough <laughs> mid-sentence to change it up and be like, TNF on Prime with Richard Sherman and Carissa Thompson and uh, Andrew Whitworth and, and, and Kirk Gerbstreit. Yes, I love it. Michael Phillips uh, doing a great job with us here. Of course, again, check him out on the Odyssey app, 10 to noon, Monday through Friday. 910 The Fan, he's doing the radio thing now. He's just like the rest of us. He's doing the radio thing now. Um, uh, and and uh, again, at Michael P. Uh, in RVA. All right, so um, I think I've answered – I think I've asked you most of the football things I wanted your opinion on. I wanted to ask you this because you, you – uh, again, you specialized in so many things for years and years and years on the beat, but one of the things that – I. I don't know if I would say you're synonymous with, but one of the things that I know you cared about uh, a lot was how this team kind of handled their business operations, PR, yep. that type of thing, how it looks. And you were always willing to come up with a a, a smart kind of take and spin. When I saw them, A, get a sellout for a third game in a row on a Thursday night after two bad losses, and granted, all these tickets weren't bought this week, Against a non-premier opponent, and as a matter of fact, a team you know that's not a division team, that team that's 0-4, blah, 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 blah. I was impressed by that and also further impressed by not only did they work out a deal with Metro for tonight, but they worked out a deal with Metro for five years. To me, this is like the things that we've been waiting for, common sense, smart business things. We got to give them credit, right? 
you absolutely tip the cap, and I am absolutely delighted to tip my cap. Uh, I think people enjoyed my coverage of the Dan Snyder era, and there was room for sarcasm and humor uh, along the way. I promise you, it doesn't bother me at all to be covering a, a nice, competent football organization. Uh, you know how many times have we said that on the radio? Like, I, I don't, I don't root for the chaos. Give, give me a nice, competent Super Bowl winner. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll ride that train all the way to Title Town. Uh, the, these things don't win you Super Bowls, but they're the little things that show you might be on the path to mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. Getting a family room for the the players' wives at the games, making this an actual appealing place to work again. These things do matter, Chris. I agree. I agree totally. And they mat- And these benefit the fans, right? Because they're basically, yeah. you know, that money that they get for parking, Michael, they don't have to split that, if unless I'm wrong, with the NFL as part of the, that's, you know, the, the revenue split. That's all for them. And I've always argued they've got to do something about the parking. Never mind Metro. Just, just cut it in. Of course, they didn't want to do that because, again, they get all that revenue. This ownership group is saying, you know what? Take the train. Like, I know it's not the perfect situation. I know you got to walk a long ways. Take the train. Spend $7 instead of $70 or $80 on parking. We'll be okay. You know, we'll be all right. <laughs> They're going to make it? Yeah, yeah. We don't need a, They'll be don't able, need a fundraising yeah, yeah, Right. Josh uh, Harris will be able to put dinner on the table tomorrow night, you oh, know? What, what, a, what a relief to know that. Yeah, I, you know, way back in the day they had shuttles yeah. that ran people from the metro to the stadium. Yep. And I, I don't want to... I don't want to be greedy. I also know there's some kind of weird federal law that stopped that for a little while. I don't know if that's been resolved or not. Uh, but, but you know, it, things like that it, and getting people out of there on Metro is not just good business, uh, you know, for the fans and, and their options. It's good business for the people who paid their $70 right. to be in the parking yes. lot as well. They get out quicker as well. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Michael Phillips with us. All right, last thing. Uh, I was listening to a bit of audio from last night when you were a guest of Linnell Willingham's. And uh, if uh, if memory serves me correct, uh, he promised you or mentioned to you that that he would give up his key card or his job, his access, if they were to lose tonight, meaning the commanders. I heard that. Uh, what's your general feeling on skits and bits like that and radio hosts that have loud mouths and strong opinions uh, putting their job or their hair or their feet or their bodies on the line to do stupid things uh, like I, that? I know this is foreign territory for yes, you. So right. I, you know I know nothing. I know nothing of what I'm asking. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> he said that, uh, man. What like we we're acting like this is like such a like San Francisco 49ers organization, you right. know? Like everybody pumped the brakes. These guys are still very capable of letting you down. I hope they don't do it. I hope it's a great night. I hope the Commanders win. I hope they take care of business quickly and show you that they can handle the Chicago Bears. I am nervous. I am scared out of my mind. I would uh, look. There are things I would make outlandish promises on. Now that now that I'm in radio land and I can do that, uh-huh. there are times you do that, uh-huh. and there are times you, you do that. This this is not one of those times. This is an NFL football game on Ooh. Thursday night. Things can happen. So you so you what you're basically saying because of the wackiness that you mentioned Thursday night football, the turnaround, all that, and you just re mentioned it, and the fact that it's an NFL team with Justin Fields, oh by the way, and a couple of decent uh, throwing weapons as well. Basically, what you're saying, am I smelling what you're cooking? That the Bears have a legitimate chance in this? I look, we, I love 
taking the Bears in seven points where you can still get that. And I don't think you can get that anymore. I think it's six now. I loved taking the Bears in seven. You give me a team and a touchdown against a tired opponent on Thursday night football, I want that team no matter who they are as long as it's an NFL roster. I'm hoping for the best. But I am mentally prepared for this to be a grinded out fight for sixty minutes. Today. I like it, my guy. Uh, great to have you on uh, again. We'll uh, we'll we'll have everybody keep listening. Uh, check you out on Rewind on the podcast. Uh, now doing radio ten to noon on Odyssey Richmond and nine ten the fan is our guy Michael Phillips. Thank you, uh, sir. I appreciate you, and I'll talk to you real soon. Okay. I will look forward to it. There you go. That is Michael Phillips. He's great, isn't he? A lot of personality. A uh, lot of. Um, a lot of vim and vigor, and he and was I may so be taking crazy pills. Well, well, yes, you are, but not Michael Phillips. I don't think he's taking crazy pills. You heard what he said about Desmond Ritter again. Desmond Ritter is ranked ahead of Sam Howell. I'm not sure how that happens. I want to get into that quarterback rankings chart again. It's just one man's opinion, okay? But it, it's fun to kind of kick around. In addition, is this a must win or a must convincing win? You just heard what Michael said. Sounds like he is, well, he's definitely leaning towards Bears plus the points. But maybe the Bears win this game? If the Bears win this game, what happens? What do you do? What does Josh Harris do? Does he do anything? Or is it just a bad loss and a humiliating night? All of that on the table, 301-230-0980 on the Team 980. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If you tell me right now, for example, that Desmond Ritter mm. is better than Sam Howell, mm. there's the door. Just march on right through it. Of course he's not. He's, he is in year two of struggling. He has shown none of the highlight real promise that Sam Howell has shown. I will take, I will ride with Sam Howell seven days of the week and twice on Prime Video Thursday nights. I, that's ridiculous to me. <laughs> All right, that is Michael Phillips from Richmond. Check him out on the Odyssey app just a couple of minutes ago. Good job by Matty Ice turning that around. And that is in reference to Derek Klassen of the 33rd team. Now, he's one of the non-coaches, GM, scouts that actually write for the 33rd team. Uh, I don't know his exact background, but I know he's not one of them. Okay, but he he does a weekly quarterback ranking, and this got everybody's kind of like, hmm. He has Sam Howell as the 30th best starting quarterback entering week five, just ahead of Josh Dobbs of the Cardinals and Zach Wilson of the Jets. And again, behind Bryce Young, Kenny Pickett, and what Michael was talking about, Desmond Ritter. And I brought up Desmond Ritter to Michael, not expecting Michael to hit one out of the park like he just did. But because I don't even know if Desmond Ritter's going to play next Sunday against the Commanders. It might be Heineke. Whether Heineke starts or replace, I I don't know. But there's no chance in God's green earth 
that Desmond Ritter is better than Sam Howell. Hell, I'll go one step further. Bryce Young's not better than Sam Howell. Kenny Pickett right now is not better than Sam Howell. Right now, if we're doing a week-to-week referendum, and oh, by the way, neither... I mean, Daniel Jones, I guess when you say his career, because he's got a bigger sample size, yeah. But if this is a week-to-week judgment, is there anything that Daniel Jones has done other than a second-half comeback against the Arizona Cardinals that has wowed you, that has knocked your socks off, that has blown your skirt up? No. And the last time, I'm sorry, this just in, the last time we saw Daniel Jones, how many times was he getting sacked on Monday night? Eleven. 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 They are just two sacks behind us, by the way, for sack leader in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, is Daniel Jones right now definitively better than Sam Howell? So much so that he's ranked 26th and Sam is 30th? I think that's BS, too. All right, let's get to you uh, on the phones. Let's go to um, uh, let's go to uh, Sean in Connecticut here before the bottom of the hour. Sean, thanks for being patient, as always. How are you, pal? I'm good, Chris. How are you? Good, Sean. What's going on, pal? Uh, not much. I just have a couple things uh, about my thoughts on the game. First of all, we like we might as well be playing a massive divisional game because I'm I'm very nervous just because I'm, I I want to believe and I want like I deep down I know this team is better than them and I know last week they showed us what they can do against a much better team. But the problem is if they're going to get – like if they can consistently do that and, and, and not play down to their opponents. But just a couple things. I, I, I won't mind – the most important thing is a win. I will gladly take a one-point win because although it, 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 it may not instill a lot of confidence, Oop, we grind out a win, and I don't want them being overconfident because, yes, I would – absolutely love a major blowout tonight like 28 to 7 something like that maybe the first stress-free washington football game of my entire life (laughs) um uh and and but the thing i don't the thing is i don't want them to and i think something good that ron does i think he won't let it get to their heads but I, i can't say that for sure but if they do win by a lot they have to remember that this is what good teams do like I remember, I was in, I was in, um, I heard the story about one of my friends when I was in middle school, and she went, she got an A on her test, and she asked her mom if they could get ice cream because her other friend was getting ice cream, and she got an A, and her mom told her like, no, because that's what you're supposed to do, and I, I think it is, I think it's good to reward, and like I don't, I don't, like I don't mean to sound super harsh, it's good to reward mm-hmm. good things, but in year four, this team is good enough. And we're at the point where they should win this game easily. And I, I have no idea if they will. I really hope they will. I have no idea if they will, but they, they should, and they definitely can. I, 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 the main thing to me is, though, they get the win and nobody gets hurt. Those you know, are the two sh- Sean, I, I agree with you. I, you know, I'm trying to remember the last time that there was just a convincing, no doubt about it type win. Uh, I didn't look that up before the show. I'm going to try and look that up now, just kind of like in my mind. Um, yeah. But 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 I I will say this right, um, you know, I think I think we're we're still at a point where a win 
by any means should be considered a good thing because this team does not win enough. But, like, the overall point that, you know, uh, the overall point exists that, like, when is it going to be like what San Francisco did to Arizona last week, which is take a plucky Arizona team that's been playing their asses off and dominate them, stomp on their throat and mash it in. And this team just hasn't done that in a long time. I mean, like, even the Houston win last year, like, that was I, I, somewhat easy, but it wasn't it wasn't easy easy if that makes sense. And yet it yeah. was a thirteen point win. Yeah. I think um the last one that comes to my mind is that and this is going way back, it was prime time I think with Kirk when they uh the Raiders came in when Marshawn Lynch was on the Raiders. That yeah, was a prime time yeah. game. Good one. That was I mean people I are gonna like that th- was, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. You're you're at that was week three Sunday night football twenty seventeen, I believe, if memory serves me correct. But you know what? People are also gonna say, What what are you two talking about and they're call me an idiot not you what are you uh, you're an idiot they beat dallas by 20 points in the final game of the regular season last year 26 to 6 what are you talking about that was an easy win and right yes it was an easy win what what did the game mean yeah exactly you know exactly so i don't know if we can count that yeah too many times we've just seen this team in most and i know it's the bears but this game is still i don't care if we have 12 however many games left after this this is still, like, at the end of the season, when we're one game ahead or one game below the wild card line, mm-hmm. we're going to need this win. Yeah. And I, 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 we just we gotta, got, we got to do what we got to do to get the W. That's most important. Yep. Thanks, Chris. Good Have call. Thanks, day. Sean. Appreciate it. Enjoy the game. All right, time for a quick trending alert, and then I promise all of your phone calls coming up. Uh, we will be joined by uh, Gabe Ramirez uh, coming up from the score in Chicago at the top of the hour, so we'll get an, a little eye on the enemy, but all of your calls uh, in and around that. But first, a quick trending alert. All right, again, Bears and the Commanders, 8-15 tonight at sold-out FedEx Field, third consecutive home game. That is indeed a sellout. Should be a boisterous Commanders-based crowd. Uh, Logan Paulson and Craig Hoffman officially begin our pregame coverage with the Hoffman Show and the Take Command pregame show from TAP Sports Bar inside uh, MGM National Harbor coming up at 4 p.m. I'll be at FedEx Field, and then we'll have postgame show coverage for you with Doc and Linnell on your way out of FedEx Field tonight right here on the Team 980. Meanwhile, from college football, we told you about Mel Tucker sending a letter to Michigan State alleging new evidence to support and defend him against his firing for sexual misconduct. Well, how about this? Former Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald suing the university for $130 million in what he calls a wrongful termination, and that's what's trending. All right, coming up next hour, I like Gabe Ramirez from the score in Chicago. Little eye on the enemy, but you're going to hear a piece of audio. If you guys think I'm a jerk, if you guys think I'm a meanie old meanie to the commanders, which I'm not, I am so soft. I'm like soft as vanilla ice cream on a hot summer Sunday. I'm so nice. I'm so mellow. 
Wait till you hear an ESPN New York radio host tee off on a New York Giants player. Wait till you hear the hatred and the venom. Back to the phones we go. Uh, Let's go to uh, Cliff in D.C. What up, Cliffy? How are you? <laughs> That's a good hey, one. That's a good one, Cliff. You've been wa- you've been uh, warming up those vocal cords for that. I appreciate you, brother. I didn't hear nobody mention last year when Justin Fields had time to run around. Chase Young was not on the field. Uh, that's a good point. Chase that Young, is a good point. Chase Young may be X factor tonight because he knows Justin Fields by them playing together at Ohio State. That is a very so good point. I for, I forgot to I forgot to bring that up. That's an excellent point by you. Excellent point. And the best thing they do, the best thing the defense have to do is Payne and Allen have to pressure up the middle and sweat, and Young has to get home. If um, Fields try to get outside, Young or Sweat have to be there to cut him off. And what they should do, I know I don't see them do a lot of it, but um, they should put a linebacker or a safety over there next um, on the outside of Chase Young because I noticed – Chase Young sometimes may get double teamed, but if you put somebody over there next to Chase Young on the outside, that would have to make the offense pick their poison, either the outside blitzer or Chase Young. And on offense, I think they're going to have a bounce back. They're going to have a, a, a continuation of Sunday, but this time it should be in the W column. And I'm saying Washington should win this game as a, making a statement 31-10. And I'll sit back and listen. Uh, you know, listen, hey, Cliff, good good call as always, uh, and a really good point about Chase Young. I forgot about that. Uh, if they win 31-10, to 10, we have nothing to bitch about tomorrow. It's a feel-good Friday, right? If they win 31-10, to 10, well, maybe not nothing, but very little to bitch about. Please do that. Again, they did beat the Cowboys by 20 points to end up the regular season. Last, and the game meant nothing. They did beat the Houston Texans by 13 on the road on a short week after beating the Eagles the night the, the Monday night before. That was a convincing win. So I can't say they didn't have any convincing wins, but even that was not as one-sided as maybe we were kind of hoping. But it was still a convincing win. Remember Kendall Fuller had a pick six uh, in that game. Curtis Samuel had a touchdown. All right, let's go to um, our guy Paulie. Right here, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Paulie, turn that down, whatever that is. Paulie, what up? Hell to the W, man. What up, Paulie? What's going on? I hear the dog. My fault, Paul. That's all right. You didn't wait, 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 wait a se- wait a second. Hang on a second. What, what did you just say? I said I didn't hear the dog. <laughs> Not the dog. No, <laughs> you know what? But my, but my man, my man Maddie, though, he giving me the positive gong though too. So you know, I, you know, maybe that's it'll be no, for the gong. No, that's the that's the gong. Me. You're looking for the dong. Hey, remember my man? Uh, what was his name on this week in baseball? Mel remember Allen. No, no, let's see. Yeah, remember Mr. Lasorda used to do the little genie thing? He had the gong, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I, no, Back I know what you're talking about. Okay. Hey, but look, look, you know, that's for us old heads, man. Hey, but look, man, um, this, this is a big game, man. I'm going to start off with the score. I got us 
But um, this is a big game. We, we can't we can't barely win this game, and we can't barely lose this game either because this is almost like the Arizona game. If we lose this game, it's because that's just it. You know, um, the Bears didn't beat us. That means we lost this game because you can't compete like you did with with Philadelphia. You know. And, and with no turnovers, you know, uh, pretty much a, a clean game. You know, yeah, we're going to have penalties in there or whatever. But but what I'm saying is we didn't beat ourselves against Philly. So we can't come out here tonight and beat ourselves and, and eke by a three-point game or lose a three-point game. Mm-hmm. And then to me, this is, this is purely on Ron. You know, year three, year four, can you get your team ready to play a game? You know, a, a game where, like you said, it, it might be a trap game. You know, where, you know, on paper it looks like you should be, you should win. You have the better talent. You know, if, if, if you're in year four and you can't get your team mentally ready to play a game and not come out flat and, and not be sharp against the Chicago Bears, then what are you doing, Ron? You don't have the. Uh, I said this about Jay Gruden in his in his fourth year. In year four, if you don't have the pulse of your team, you know what I mean. If you don't have command of your team, what are you doing, man? You're you're never going to have it because it's time to separate ourselves from being. And I said this on Sheen show. It's time to separate ourselves from being lower middle class and, and get to upper middle class. You know what I mean? We're not, a, we're not a bad team. We're not the Bears or we're not in Denver. You know, we're not in the, or the Giants right now. We're not in the free fall. We're not in disarray. You know, we build and stuff. And more, most importantly, we're on a two-game losing streak. So even forget about who we playing. We're on a two-game losing streak once again. Remember I said that last week? I came in here frustrated. I said, man, I don't want to be this same old Ron Rivera team where we about to start another uh, losing streak and then – we got to, you know, pull the hat out of our bag and, and try to make a run just to get back into the season. All right, so just the fact that we done lost two games in a row now, I don't care how bad we played against Buffalo or how good we played against the Eagles, we took two L's two weeks in a row. So it's time to get on the scoreboard, all right? It's time to separate yourself from what type of team you, you are not, which we are not a bad team. So we need to start separating ourselves to make, you know, to show that, hey, we're a team that nobody wants to play. And we're a team that's going to win games that we should win. And like I said, and if that's the case, I'm seeing a 31-17 score, man. So this game is a referendum on Ron Rivera because Ron is my trigger. Paulie, and I'm highly I, triggered right now. I, I a thousand percent agree with you. How about that? Uh, yeah, again, I you know, I, I mean, I mean I, I've been I saying, like, going, I, listen, well, <laughs> Uh, wait a second. There you go. <laughs> usually, usually we reserve that for when you're going off the train tracks. Um, That's a positive going. Y- right yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. That's a celebratory. Uh, you know, you know, here, you here's go, the deal. Man. Here's the deal. Again, I, I, you take a one-point win, a win by is a win, is a win, is a win. It counts the same. But, again, like it, it's, it's not how it's perceived. And how it, it, it is more like, hey, if you only beat the Bears by one, what are you going to do again the next time that you take on a better team than you? 
and, and and that's the problem. That's the problem. The margin for error has to be better than a point or two points or three points in year four, to your point. Uh, and I agree with you. I appreciate you, Paulie. Uh, good to hear from you. All right, 246, Team Don Eddie. We'll come back with some more calls. Uh, we'll get to Dr. Sabah. We'll get to some others here before the top of the hour on the Team 980. Always live and free on the Odyssey. All right, 10 minutes in front of three. Don't forget our game pick coming up. Dum-dum of the day. Gabe Ramirez from the score in Chicago. What else we got? Oh, plus that New York radio host. Making me, quite honestly, look like minced meat. I would say, honestly, there's only about two radio state or two areas in the country where their sports talk stations will put you to shame. For what they say, both of them, I would say, are on the East Coast, yeah. and both are north of us. Yeah. One in Philadelphia and one in New York? Correct. I would say three. Boston, too. Boston is mean. Yeah. Mean. But I will say, I feel like, and this might just be me, Boston seems to have a little bit more um, logic behind some of their statements. Yeah. There isn't as much of the wild fandom yeah, up there that I get in New York. I, I mean, and, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe it's just because they've won so much. I don't know. You know, whereas New York and Philadelphia haven't won as much. Maybe I don't know. It's kind of hard to break that down. But anybody that thinks anybody here in the media, and I mean anybody, is mean, has no idea how good they have it. No clue. We are soft as cream cheese, man. I'm telling you, and I'm. I'm a perfect example because I got so tired of fighting with you guys that I just, along with being 50 and dressing like a Teletubby, I just got tired of it. And I just chilled out and I just don't have the same kind of venom that I used to, which is probably a good thing. You're all 50 years old and you still dress like a Teletubby. Point. Taken. All right, back to the phones we go. Uh, Dr. Sabah with us on the Team 980. What up, Doc? How are you? Hey there, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple of things. Um, well, you mentioned the Boston. I'll quickly mention that. You know, I spent eight years up there training and stuff. So they're definitely spoiled. You know, they, they don't know what they have with Brady. They would complain about things. And he's like, you know, the goat. But they called his daughter a pissant. <laughs> I, so I, I did remember he that. I did remember that. Air. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And his weekly radio hit, he yeah. said, um, just letting you guys know, I'm not going to be uh, talking to you anymore. Um, and right there on the air, he literally just stopped doing, told them I'm done. And he hung up the phone. Mm. So that was kind of, I just remember that. And uh, I'm noticing, uh, Chris, you know, you did mention something you were talking to Polly about. It's, it, it appeared, you know, like Polly said, we did lose two games in a row. I get the feeling that, our fan base and you guys, media types and all, Kevin, those guys, I feel like they seem more happy after the Philly loss this year than after we won Philly on Monday night last year. Hmm. Do you get that same feeling? 
I do not, no. Uh, because I remember oh, a I lot of people being elated at how they were able to beat Philly on, on you know, primetime stage when Philly was 8-0 on the road, all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say people yeah. are, I believe, too optimistic about based on what happened last Sunday, I don't I would not label it as happy. Now I know your ulterior reason for asking mm-hmm. that question you know and that. believing that. Right. I I know why you're asking because that. Because they didn't want to see Taylor succeed, right, right. but they all in on how right because they were so rooting now they, they you're you are you are basically saying, Doc, they were anti Taylor. They were rooting right. against Taylor Heineke. Yeah. And yeah. hoping that they would get embarrassed and humiliated and lose, right. all yeah. because they love Sam Howell and they hated Taylor Heineke, right? What? No, no, no. They didn't love Sam Howell. They just didn't want Taylor to be the answer. That's right. all. Okay. Just like we don't want Ron to be the answer. So God forbid we right. go to the playoffs this year. Well, Ron might stay. Yeah. It's something like that. You well, know. I, I think and we're. Then, I, I think we're going to get both of those. The answer to both of those solved pretty quickly here. Right. Well, now. Um, and then I think the game, I was telling Kevin this, I think it's going to be a nail-biter. I don't take any team for granted. Um, you know, we just want to be the best of the worst, and that way we can get in the playoffs and, uh, and then see, let, you know, let Sam keep growing. Um, so I'm seeing, like, maybe 28-27 maybe nail-biter win, and if somebody's going to lose the game. No one will really win it. We'll just have to lose it. And, um, and I just want to let you know, you know, for next week's festivities, I did – Create a song, so I just let you know that I have it. I made it up last night. So wait, wait a second. You, you've done week. you've done another song. Well, you know, you asked me about the Taylor. You know, <clears throat> you know. I, I mean, I. So you're saying basically you're not just a one hit wonder. Well, I may be because this may not be a hit. It's very <laughs> short, true. but I okay. did. That's I, true. I was working out last night, and That's I thought, true. you know, I'm going to create a song That's true. for Taylor's return. Uh, and um, but you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. And I got let you. you know if you ever want me to kind of advertise, you know, let you know about it. You I know, got you. Okay. It for you, but uh, and that's good. on the horizon. But let's go tonight. Let's don't lose because if we lose, it's going to be real bad around here. It's going to be real bad. There you go. Appreciate you, Doc. We need Sam uh, to be supported and and to finish out the season. And the more he wins, the more likely he gets 17 games. There you go. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Good to hear from you. Let's go to Billy and Chantilly. What up, Billy and Chantilly? Chris, good afternoon. The first thing I'm looking forward to is the, is the Taylor Swift song, her first song on the Kelsey relationship. I'm a Swifty. I don't know if you knew that or not. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, we don't know what it's going to be, heartbreak or romance, but we're looking forward to that. The second thing I'd add, uh, Chris, is that what a joy it's been these first few games to watch uh, without Schneider looking in, uh, lurking in the background there, being back there. For me personally, last week was the first week where I didn't feel that burden of Schneider knowing on Sunday afternoon that Monday morning we win or lose, we had to deal with that, with that uh, monster. On that note, I believe Josh should announce on Monday after we beat the Bears that the black uniforms are retired and we'll never see those again. We are burgundy and gold through and through, and that's what we should be wearing every single game. That's my own perspective on that. Uh, my final comment would be I understood that Forbes – uh, had received some death threats post-game. From my perspective, he balled out. I know there were some tough catches against him. Uh, I received death threats every day myself. That is the new compliment. I don't know if you're aware of that or not, Chris. I don't know the last time you received any, hopefully not recently. 
but I know myself, I receive them uh, virtually every day. Wait, 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 uh, slow down. Wait, 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 slow down, Billy. I, I love you, but why are you receiving death threats? Uh, just daily. I mean, you know, Billy's very opinionated. I've got my own perspective on things. I'm not afraid to share it. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and because of that, you know, you receive, and as I said, Chris, that's the new compliment. Okay. When somebody says, you know, hey, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to whack you out or something, look mm-hmm. at it as a positive, take it in as a little bit of sunshine on your day, and so, move on. That's so you're the not the Billy nowadays. and Chantilly that does the uh, at the auto dealership, right? Uh, in Chantilly Auto no, Park? No, no, right? Okay. You're I'm just Billy, Billy. You're just Billy regular Billy and Chantilly. Chantilly with a strong opinion. Billy, regular Billy and Chantilly. Okay. That's I right. You. I got you. Okay. Yeah, and you know my brother, uh, five. Okay. All right. Thanks, Billy. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate Hail. you, man. Hopefully you're not getting oh, any uh, too many death threats. You did nothing wrong. You just got a strong opinion. My name is Dan Schneider. <laughs> I did love the Dan Schneider. That was funny. I was trying not to crack up. 258 Team 980. Uh, Chris, Marilyn, Mitch, and Jersey, and others. Hang on. We'll try and get to you as quickly as we can. Coming up next, a little eye on the enemy. Do you know the enemy? The enemy. Uh, we'll talk to Gabe Ramirez from the score. 670 in Chicago. Get a little look-see at the fighting Matt Eberflusses right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.